Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's up? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. Right now I'm chatting with uh, a, a guy that I've had in his, his previous band, Scorpinox. Uh, and, uh, Aaron, his new bandmate, we got Devin Summers and Aaron Nichols. Is it Nichols or Nicholas Nichols Nichols? And, uh, the artist is Jack and the Dole boy. Welcome to loud and local. Thanks for having us. This is awesome. You know, Aaron was actually in Scorpinox too. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. No, he, uh, we just, uh, we, we had to get away from those other two guys, man. They were really bringing (laughs) us down. No, uh, uh, Masa from Scorpinox actually moved to Germany. Oh, wow. So this, this was like a little kind of a, a quirky side project Aaron and I were doing. And then that's that's just all we're doing now. So, yeah, it became its own thing. And it, you know, uh, you, a lot of well, hold on a second here. Aaron, in your background, I see a hammered dulcimer. <laughs> Actually, it's right over there. Yeah, I work for Dusty Strings. That's my day job. Oh, that's where I came from. Yeah. Nice. Do you know what the model is? I don't. I've had it a long time. Um, that's yeah, cool. I, I don't know the I don't know the model, but uh, it's a beautiful instrument. That's for sure. I'm the guy who ships out all the harps and hammer dulcimers. So very cool. Very yeah, cool. I'll be honest with you. I would have thought that was like a Parcheesi board. <laughs> I have no idea what that thing is. That's cool. Now you got to bring it to practice so I could yeah. you can play it for me. I want to want to mess around. Get heavy <laughs> with the dulcimer. You, you can you can electrify anything. Just put a, an octave and a fuzz on it, and it's going to be heavy. Yeah, I bet Danny Carey's got a dulcimer or two. Probably does. Yeah, I've actually there are metal bands. There are black metal bands that have used the dulcimer. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a band called Botanist that does it. Just uh, a final point on that. You know, I I, one of the reasons I like the dulcimer so much is because it's not indigenous necessarily to any one culture. I've heard Mm -hmm. it used in lots of Indian music, which I love, Mm -hmm. and of course Celtic music and in Appalachian American music. So it's really not indicative necessarily to one culture. Cool. Nice. Well, you're giving me a, a an education on a, a, something I <laughs> see every day, but at least you know. Uh, is an educated man when it comes to music. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, people aren't seeing this, but uh, in the in the background of Devin, uh, before we we hopped on, we were talking about how you know I, I was like, oh, it looks like a cool studio. You know, easily you could easily you know fool someone that you rented some you know recording space for this interview, but you built it out yourself. Why don't you talk a little bit about you know? What led you to that and, and the process a little bit before we jump into the interview? So when the pandemic first started up, I've been working from home. I've been like really lucky to work from home for like almost six years now. Um, yeah. The job I have is 
is a just that's the way it's built. But yeah, uh, pandemic started, and all of a sudden, my wife and two little girls were in the house with me. And guess who couldn't play guitar or sing or do anything? Mm-hmm. Like in the in the you know the minutes between working, just messing around, it was couldn't do it anymore. So I was like, yeah. well, I better build something. So I found a little square footage in the back of my garage, and we built it out. Um, hired some contractors to help me out with the, a lot of the framework. But yeah, we have a I've got a double door that I got from the the door store in Shoreline where I live. Uh, it's got it's like two one swings in, one swings out. The whole thing awesome. is like legit. So yeah full-size kit in the in the place it's a little cramped but like i can play and you know no one's complained yet so it's been uh, like it's the coolest thing i've ever done <laughs> i look around and i'm like i can't believe i did this it's pretty awesome so i'm never moving that's the moral of the story some people would say man cave i'd say fortress of solitude it's it's your your respite from the craziness of you know it, you can go out there and rock out and and they won't have to hear your ruckus noise that's right or they think it's just the stereo i do have like uh 6505 and a big rev generator, like 120 watt amp and a four by 12 in here. So you could still hear that if I crank yes, it up pretty yes. good, but they, nice. they think it's just, you know, a, a stereo. So they can't, can't get mad at me. Uh, they're like, turn down the more. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, so, so we're here to talk about Jack and the Dole boy, but to jump in, uh, what, what's the name? What's the name of reference to? Uh, it's from the shining. Um, oh, okay. Yep. So uh, we were just like, Actually, I think it was after Scorponox practice a, a, many moons ago. It might have been at Big Mario's right next to Substation where we used mm-hmm. to practice. And we were just trying to come up with a band name for the side project. And I just, I think either Aaron or I spit it out and it was like, ah, oh, it's good enough, whatever. So it just kind of stuck. But it, and it's like people go, are you Jack or the dull boy? It's like neither. It's just about like being like both sides of like a, like a kind of a normal guy you know, having a day right. job, but then still trying to have fun and like actually be an artist or go out and go crazy sometimes. And like the pandemic really hit it hard when it's like, all right, well now both lives are like in the same exact yeah. place. Like kids are always here. Wife's always here. You know, everybody's around and you're like, okay, cool. Well, I can't even go to band practice because no one's got a vaccines. Like, how am I going to make, make art? And so yeah, it, it sort of slipped into that. So uh, you guys, uh, you know, the band, Scorpion Ox, uh, are you guys done? Or yeah, Massa moved to Germany. Okay, um, that's where his wife is from. So he moved he moved away, and then uh, the singer Gib is still is still like a really really close friend, but he wasn't really a part of this one. So Fair I've been enough. trying to get him to like take synthesizer lessons, but I don't think he's that interested in it. Mm. <laughs> so then you guys pivot uh, to Jack and the Doughboy. Is that during the pandemic or before the pandemic that you guys just pivoted to doing this as your main project? It was before we did, we did, we have done, I don't know how many gigs did we do before the lockdown, maybe, maybe three or four, maybe three or four. Yeah. We just started ramping up and getting ready to record a record. Like we tracked the drums literally three weeks before, uh, stuff started to get weird. Like the drums got yeah. tracked and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, the, <laughs> everybody buy some Oreos and stay home. Cause yep. it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's just going to be two weeks. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, the kids will be back in school in no time. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. flatten the curve. No <laughs> yeah, big deal. it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 24 week, months later. Know. Hey, you know what? I think I think week three, I, I think year three of COVID is going to be the best year yet. I think it's going to be good. If, if we get this Omicron to like come into the next one, it's if it could be even more mild, then maybe it will be like the flu. It'll be the greatest hits tour. Yeah, we'll get all the letters of the Greek alphabet together. Right, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
uh, guys, so, oh, so who does what in the band then? Live, at least. Live, live um, we have uh, Steve Jobs is doing all the cool. synthesizer and bass nice. tracks on a, on a Mac, <laughs> on a Mac computer. Yeah. But uh, no, we, I play guitar and sing. And then mm-hmm. we've got um, Aaron, a virtuoso. He won't like it that I called him that, but he's <laughs> doing the drums. And then um, because we're only really a two piece, but we have kind of a big sound. We do, uh, we reamp the synthesizers. You can see the synths in the background. Those are what I use to yeah. record them. So we're doing it. We're kind of doing it. Um, two piece band. We're cheating. So we can sound a little fuller than most two, two piece bands. Well, on the album, I'm oh, sorry. What was that, Aaron? Oh, just it's just worth noting that all all the songs were written by Devin. All of the tracks were written by Devin. Um, I'm running the tracks back there behind the drums, but ultimately, uh, my job in this in this project is really just to play the drums. And uh, one thing that's been make it make, been making it really fun is that you know I do a lot of projects. I've been in a lot of projects, but not too many where I get to really, you know, kind of show my stuff, as it were, yeah. on the behind the behind the kit. And with this one, you know, with Devin's songs, the way that they are, the way that he's written them, it kind of demands that I. Uh, yeah. if you show off, if you will, a little, a little bit, you know, and kind of really showcase more of the things that I'm able to do than, than with other bands. Well, it's heavy, but it's super melodic. Uh, wh- where were you drawing inspiration from guys? What, what was the original idea for this band? You're just like, kind of want to do a little seventies, but with some like stoner riffs or. Yeah. Like I, I basically like, I like, uh, I like it all. So I listen to a lot of seventies prog still, like it's still to this day, but then there's a lot of modern prog out there. And then I'm a Megadeth kid and a Pantera yeah. kid. So like, yeah. I like the eighties and nineties metal tones and stuff like that. But that's all changing now is too, as I like listen to more modern metal, I start to like do that. And so this is like a backlog of songs. These are kind of, a lot of these are older songs that I've oh, cool. never got around to doing. And so we've got another album we're working on, right? Like we're writing it right now. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it might be totally different. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but uh, I always wanted to try doing um, something with synthesizers. Uh, ever yeah. since I heard, first heard Horse the Band, I was like, oh, these guys are killer. And I love like how just aggressive some synth can sound. Um, And I didn't realize how 80s it sounded until people told me that this album sounds 80s. And I was like, I guess that's cool. Like, I like the 80s. I like the metal from the 80s. So, Um, yeah, I mean, really, but like, you know, Aaron and and I's favorite band probably overall, I think we both would say Queens of Stone Age, just as Mm. far as like listening to between the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have that in common. And then I listen to all sorts of stuff. He doesn't listen to and he listens to all sorts of stuff i I don't listen to so it kind of worked out awesome well uh so the name of the record is failure in three parts and and we're going to talk a little bit more with them about you know the making of the album and everything but we want to go into a song here um on local stay home sessions we're going to jump into the uh the first track from the album right video drugs Mm -hmm. yeah and uh yeah you guys want to say anything about this one what's what's up with the video drugs guys uh, because I live a pretty cool life, I don't have a lot of bad things to draw upon for inspiration, except for the fact that I'm <laughs> addicted to my phone. And so that's my misery is like, just like paying attention to people in real life. So it's yeah. just constantly. And also, you know, it's the black mirror. It, it really is. It's, it's yeah. tough. I got a couple of songs about that on this record, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. We're right on. Well, here's Jack and the Dole boy. It's from the album failure in three parts, video drugs on loud local stay home sessions.
track in the dole boy loud and local stay home sessions i'm talking with Devin and aaron from the band uh so uh, about the addiction to the phone what's the app that you guys are most addicted to i find myself refreshing twitter on my breaks because i'm you know because i'm a sadist i guess and uh you know i always have to have uh the worst news worst possible timeline just like shooting with laser beams into my skull what about you guys probably just it's really just facebook for me i i i I suppose I do, rec- re, you know, recall the the old days, the heady days of MySpace, which yeah. was really I, I felt, you know, I was in my, you know, memory was much more effective at getting people to come to shows and getting people more interested in bands than Facebook yeah. ever has been. But for whatever it's a reason, lot more I, bands uh, friendly, yeah, musician yeah. and artist friendly. Right, right. I probably haven't looked at my account of MySpace in probably over a decade, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, that's the, that's the only one. I I personally don't do Twitter or Instagram. I probably should. I'm just, I'm, I suppose I'm not very social media savvy. No, you shouldn't. That, you okay. shouldn't do okay. it. <laughs> I, I think, I, right. I, you know what I miss about my space? I miss Tom. I like the guy's smile. Oh, yeah. He seemed oh. like a nice guy to me. <laughs> He's a lot better than Zuckerberg, but from my app is um, probably Reddit for sure. I love yeah. arguing about stuff on Reddit. Uh, I, I, I got on a, like a literally like a two day long argument about Meg- Megadeth versus Metallica with a guy who didn't know as much about, th- about thrash as I do. Sure. <laughs> it was very stupid and wasted a ton of time and it was great. But uh, I, I, so I follow you on Twitter, Kevin, and I think yeah. you're the only person to actually engage with. I've got 24 followers and I'm pretty sure 20 of those followers are like Thoughts? scammy Spotify follower. Like here's give us $25 and we'll get you 50,000 followers. Yeah. Those accounts, as soon as you post something that you have a distro kid, they're like, all right, let's get this guy's money as soon as we can. So I don't, I don't really understand Twitter or Instagram, but I do have those accounts. So I, I think I'm just a mostly uh, a Reddit guy for sure. 
All right. So this weekend is the 40th anniversary of Metallica. They're doing two big concerts. And my uh, debate, well, it wasn't really a debate. I had a discussion with a, a coworker of mine at KISW that's going down. And it's actually probably heading there now. And uh, they were saying how, or we were both agreeing that how cool it would be if Mustaine played with Metallica because the, on the 30th anniversary, they had all, you know, Danzig came out, King Diamond came out, had all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, I, we both think that, you know, Newstead will probably come out and play a song. But you, what do you think? I know you're a big Megadeth guy. You think Mustaine would do it? You think he'd be able to stomach it? And I think he could now. I think he's like all the stuff that I've seen him now, he seems like the really chilled out. Done enough therapy? Yeah, I think so, man. I, if I were him, I would have probably done gone way crazier than that, get missing out on that thing. But I don't know. I feel like he did. Okay, in my opinion, he he wrote the greatest thrash album ever made, Rust, Rust in Peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah. So, and then like as far as like the diehard fans, I feel like he's got a little bit more you know love from them. So maybe he didn't have all the commercial success, but I'm pretty sure Countdown to Extinction sold a bunch of copies. He's doing okay money wise. Oh yeah. Time to let it go and get up on stage. He beats in cancer. I think he's doing yeah, pretty he's, good. He's, him, a, so. he's a total yeah. badass, man. Yeah, like totally. just it, live it. Uh, if if uh, yeah, if he got up on stage with them, uh, that would be amazing. Hell I would yeah. love that. Okay, guys, um, you guys are a Northwest band, uh, and and I may have asked you this uh, when you came up to the studio with Scorpionox, but you know, I'll, I'll retread. Uh, favorite current Northwest band and favorite Northwest band of all time. And I'm just throwing these Ooh, out this there. This is good. Aaron, so do you have your answers? On the spot. I got my, I think I got my answers. All right. What do you got, I got Devin? my answers. Okay. Go ahead, Devin. My, Go ahead, my Devin. favorite current Northwest band has got to be Big Business. Yes. Great band. I just love those guys. Um, and then uh, they're, I think they're the guys who like, I was like, oh, this is only two people. Okay. I could do that with yep. two men, but we can do it. Uh, and then I think Soundgarden. Yeah. I was just listening to like their whole discography like a week ago. And it just holds up so well. Yeah. It's so accessible, but so modern and still complicated. It's it's just fantastic. Awesome. What about you, Aaron? I think currently the the one current for me was have to be Shana Shepard. Uh, I'm just really yes. so proud of her. How what she's been doing and her all her success. I got to see her. I was in New York a few months ago, and I just have it just happened to be that she was playing a show there. I got to see her play with with, uh, with her band, and I just thought they were great. I'm just really excited for. Her. Um, but she just got the uh, the she was singing for uh, for the Nordstrom campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for Nordstrom when I saw her in New York, too. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, cool. they, 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 there's a real partnership between Nordstrom and Shana Shepard. Yeah, she so. she uh, when she was in Barracks, they they played our Scorpionox CD release party. And it's like amazing what's going because I was yeah. like, oh, that's a talented person. You can just totally tell something's going to mm -hmm. happen for her. And I'm so glad it is because it shows that, you know, you can be talented and still do stuff. It Absolutely. doesn't have to all be marketing and social media and luck. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yep. And uh, Aaron, uh, again for uh, all favorite all time. I think all time favorite Seattle Northwest band is uh, Sky Cries Mary. Okay, awesome. I don't I don't hear that name too often. Right on. Yeah, no, yeah, not too often. Not too often. <laughs> right on, guys. Well, um, what kept you guys sane during the pandemic? And and maybe that's an assumption that you did stay sane, but. Now, what was it? Was it was it was it recording the album? Was it, you know, doing that? Was that what kept you guys sane? Uh, for me, I would say uh, uh, certainly working on that album helped. I, I, I actually uh, had managed to find another source of income. I just found uh, myself, you know, uh, making I've been able to make some money in, a, in an essential uh, way. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, I also was uh, working out and getting Great. a bit more fit. I, yeah. uh, I think that's 
not lasted, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was able to work on myself a little bit, I'd say, you Good. know, and, uh, I think that allow, uh, allowed me to keep, keep pushing along. Awesome. And Devin, what about you building oh, that God. studio working Just, on the album? Yeah. Staying busy. The album yeah. definitely helped. I think the number one thing that kept me sane was my wife, yeah. uh, because she's like an amazing, um, she first of all she works full-time she got to work remote we were very lucky in that her job was able to switch fully remote and so the kids were here so i'm holed up doing my you know nerd thing and she's up there working full-time and taking care of both kids it's pretty incredible and allowing me to like you know finish this record and build this studio it's just it's nuts so i think without her i'd I'd probably maybe be living in a van but down by the river or something she needs a vacation devin I try to get, I try to get her one. I think yeah. she, all she wants to do is, is relax at home. So she, we're the same way. We're like, yes, yeah, okay. you know, we got a couch and a big TV in the basement. Like that's yeah. all, that's all I want nowadays. I'm lazy. Fair enough. Right on, man. Well, okay. So, so was this album 100% a pandemic album? No, um, we, we, we actually had played some shows. And so we tracked the drums and then the rhythm guitars at Earwig with Don Farwell. Cool. Um, and he's like a, like a wizard, man. So we, yeah. it only took us uh, four days to do all the bones of this record at Earwig studio in Wallingford. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we took the tracks and I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do all everything I can do at home. I'll do at home. Yeah. But then the pandemic hit. And so all the vocals and all the lead guitars and a lot of the synth tones and everything like that came out of, after I finished doing the work in, in the house, um, and then we took it back uh, mid pandemic before vaccines. I was wearing a mask and we mixed it yeah. for like six days at Don's studio. Nice. And I think it turned out, I w- I'm very happy with how it turned out. It's the first time I've ever been happy about a guitar tone or anything I've ever recorded. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's, it's exactly what I always heard in my head is that like sort of old school metal tone. So I'm stoked. Well, I think it sounds great. And it, it's quite a, quite an impressive record. And, and this is the debut, right? For Jack and the Dome Boy. It's our very first one. Right. I got. I think I got one more in me, and then I might have to start making EDM. Lot, oh yeah, a lot cheaper. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, let's go into a cover now. So this is Maniac cover. What was who's the original? Michael Sambello from uh, from Flashdance. I'm a maniac. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, what made you guys choose this one? We covered it in Scorpionox Live once. Uh, and, and it, it didn't, it didn't go great. We were still kind of figuring it out. <laughs> hey, at least you're self-aware. It was okay. Uh, and then I was, and, but Masa from Scorpionox was like, this is a metal song. Like this, all the chord <laughs> progressions, all the keyboard stuff. It's like a Steve Harris song. It's all totally. Iron maiden Yeah. So I was like, this could be a metal song. So I practiced really hard to sing and play it and get there. Uh, and and it, we actually pulled it off. And the trick to this song is you have to do it super serious. Like you really mean it or else it doesn't, doesn't work. Cause if you <laughs> try to joke around on stage, there... people throw tomatoes at you. <laughs> but at the same time there, it, it is certainly done, done, you know, a bit tongue in cheek, of course, but yeah. uh... no way, man, I'm serious. I'm <laughs> okay. Serious about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm playing it tongue in cheek. Let's uh, put it with that way. Um, but I, I, I've always been a proponent of, you know, really strong covers, but I've always felt that it's got to be something that's way outside the genre that you're in. You know, I've seen, you know, I've been in a lot of like, you know, darker, you know, goth bands, industrial mm-hmm. bands where the, where I've seen, uh, you know, covering Nine Inch Nails. And it's like, that's not the way to do it. You know, you want to cover, you got to cover. cover the Carpenters, man. Yeah. Or like Sonic Youth hit it out of the park. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was in it briefly in a band that covered Britney Spears and it went over very well. And um but, you know, but it wasn't done tongue in cheek. It was done very seriously. Uh, the the singer was much much younger than I, so I think there was more of a. Oh, I thought you were singing Britney Spears. 
no <laughs> no Damn it. Uh, but I, I just i just feel like that that covers need to be way outside the genre but they also have to be famous enough that everyone knows the words and wants sure. to sing along and is just dying sure. to sing along but yeah. when they done it with the way that devin has kind of devised this stuff that uh, that is heavy it makes you want to you know bang your head at the same time i think that's a pretty good combination absolutely man so so we're going to go into it it's maniac cover and, and at the same time where you're singing along you got to do the flash dance dance though you gotta you gotta wear the cutoff sweatshirt. Get your leg warmers, man. Yep. And the <laughs> cutoff sweatshirt. Yep. All right, here's Jack and the Dole Boy from Failure in Three Parts. It's Maniac Cover. It's Loud Local Stay Home Sessions.
That was Jack and the Dole Boy with the cover, Maniac cover from uh, from friggin' Flashdance throwback right there. So Jack and the Dole Boy, we got Aaron and Devin here uh, hanging out. And, um, you know, this as we come to the end of 2021, which is so weird to say, uh, it's 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 gone very fast. But uh, there's so many negative things we could harp on. But I, I'm curious. Let's just play. Let's just play a game where we say what we're thankful for. What's one thing that you're thankful for in 2021, whether it be music wise or personal life or anything? What's one thing you're 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 uh, grateful for, or thankful for in 2021? Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, well, I, I'm involved in a couple other projects, which has helped me to kind of supplement my income. I think that more than anything, I'm and my calendar's full. That's that's yeah. that's the thing too. You know. Uh, I am in a couple other bands, so my calendar's full. I'm like, let's I'm, shout them honestly, out. What are your other bands? Um, one is called Prom Date Mixtape, which is an '80s new wave. So I oh. wanted to mention earlier, while Devin was listening to Megadeth and and Metallica, I was listening to Depeche Mode and Duran Duran. So nice. <laughs> um, it's that's a pretty easy thing for me to get to to do is is a band like that '80s new wave, and we play we play a lot of uh, we play the high dive a lot places like that, um, cool. and uh, we played you know the Line in Kirkland. Uh, several times so it's a fun gig it's, it's is it not a covers or difficult. originals it's all covers it's all covers, covers. Cool. yeah it's a cover nice. band yeah yeah um i also play in a tribute package which is uh a three p with uh, uh covers uh, or tributes to uh new order depeche mode and the smiths oh cool uh, they all have their their own names uh yeah. band names um and then i actually just started a, an original another original band called hospital lies two words cool um, which is kind of more of that got the dark dark sound to it so that's it your, your brooding soul music yes indeed yes. yeah <laughs> i am i'm personally grateful that aaron finds time in his busy schedule to play drums with me <laughs> yes <laughs> but aside from that i'm i'm uh i already touched on a little bit but you know the family's very uh very key for me to stay stay you know motivated to continue to create cool stuff and i'll be honest with you i'm just kind of grateful for um uh the fact that things are coming back grateful for live music coming back uh, great grateful that um, people are coming back to shows and bands are coming back out of hibernation and you're able to go down to substation or high dive or just see live music again i'm so happy that you guys that. have any shows coming up we do actually yeah. we've Let's got shout um, them out. we've got a show uh at the central it's going to be our cd release as far as our physical copy of what you can already stream right now um, and that is on the 21st of January to Friday, I think, or Saturday. I can't awesome. remember. And then we've got another show at the Bar House. I can't oh, remember the date. That's yeah. that's in, er, it's February, February 3rd. February yeah. 3rd. Yeah, that's right. And then we've got something booked on March 25th um, at Daryl's. And we're going to be playing with Detonator. Nice. And love it, man. I just love Detonator. And we're not yeah. going after them. Thank God. They're going to be headlining because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to follow those guys ever again. I did it once. It's a huge mistake. Uh, and then, and then, uh, Nordis is going to open up and Nordis is like our brothers. Like we love cool. those guys. Awesome. Uh, and then hope cross your fingers. Uh, we we're hoping to play tree fort in Boise. Oh, cool. But I don't know if that'll happen, but if it does happen, that's when the big bucks start coming in. I right. tell you, <laughs> that's awesome. Right on. Well, a whole handful of gigs lined up and it looks like, you know, 2022 is already off to a good start. Uh, congratulations on everything. And, and, you know, things keep getting better. And so you have the CD release show one more time. Let's hammer that. What was it? Central saloon CD yep. release, uh, January, January 21st. It's a Saturday. 
Yep. Uh, we're going to be headlining it. We're going last. There's a band called Evanwick playing with us. And there's okay. a band called Jeffrey's Tube, which is a Star Trek reference. So we got the, I love that uh, nerd cred for sure. <laughs> so it's going to be a great show. Um, I have a lot of people that are going to show up. So we'll try to pack it out and sell some booze and call everybody an Uber. It'll be a good right. night. Awesome. Right on, guys. Well, uh, you know, my last question for you is um, if you're having a crappy day and that's not hard to imagine, you know, in this timeline, what's an album that you go back to or can go back to? What's something that, you know, whether it be, you know, you're you want to let out some anxiety or stress or you want something to calm you down, you want to let out some anger or you just need something peaceful. What's an album that can, you know, always hit the spot? Aaron, let's start with you. Uh, I have a particular Spotify playlist that I use almost every day while I'm working, while I'm doing my day job, my, yeah. my new day job. But uh, And it usually has to do with the fact that I'm getting from one place to another around town. I have to drive a lot, so I'm in, in traffic a lot, sometimes even to West Seattle. I have a, a, a list of Indian music that involves a lot of Hammer Dulcimer yeah. um, that I listen to. So I can, no specific uh, artists that I can think of. But uh, <coughs> when I, when, if it's not in that situation, I, I do enjoy still listening to Queens of Stone Age a lot. Um, I yeah. also uh, really enjoy uh, Black, Red or Mo- Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. I mm. still enjoy that band. Um, but uh, I was trying to think of one other, and because I know that there's more. But uh, uh, I do listen to a lot of classical music these days as well. So cool. I love I love yeah, David. Aaron's, I love Aaron's hella fancy with the classical music. Don't let him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he like re- he like yeah he he. Uh, didn't you do a whole entire um oh MIDI orchestra of the of the planets? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, this, the planet sweet by Gustav Holst back in way back in what was it, uh, 2014. I recreated the whole thing by ear just for fun. It took me wow. nine months. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, it's, I do have that on SoundCloud. Right, or, right. Or went out for Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or or Earth. There's only there's no Earth piece on that suite either. So, and there'll be no Earth soon. So, oh, <laughs> it'll, it'll still be here. It'll just be a little hot. It'll, it'll be okay. Oh, I have to also mention really quickly that if, if I'm really needing a lift in my spirits, anything by the police will work. Mm. Awesome. Uh, Devin, what about you? I almost called you Jack. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's okay. I would have made childhood a little easier with that name. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Devin with an O is tough in grade school in the 80s. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, I had two albums right now that I'm listening to on a lot to get me through kind of the bad, tedious stuff. And sure. um it's called You Deserve Love by the band White Reaper. I think oh, it's they're a, great. Yeah. I think it's a modern day classic. I think it's like it's like if uh, Cheap Trick was a little bit more like commercial. It's a fantastic yeah. record. Uh, and then Thin Lizzy I, vibes too. Yeah, bit. for yeah. sure. Oh, God. I, I mean, I love them. I listen to all the time. But that, that album really is great. And then um, anything, literally anything by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Awesome. I will listen to that and gobble it up over. They have over a lot there. of material out there. Those guys are incredible. The last one that came out was like this weird, like synthesizer dream album called Butterfly 3000. And I'm like, dude, I'm not on drugs, but I feel like I should go find some immediately. What are they doing, dude? Give me some of that. They're amazing. Yeah. They're just like Australian desert (laughs) hippies or something making great music. I love them. That's awesome. Right on guys. Well, uh, 2022 looking badass. January 21st, your CD release show over at the central and, uh, you know, before uh, we go, we got to play one so- final song, though, and it's appropriately called Final Mission. So this is the epic. Uh, this is like the 10 minute jam. What, what was the inspiration going into this one? You were just like, hey, man, I got to just go big. Is that it? Yeah, 
And so it's this, some of these riffs are like some of the very first cool riffs I ever wrote, like two parts of the song I wrote when I was just a barely like a guitar player. Yeah. And so they stuck around long enough, but this song is about climate change, funnily enough, mm. as you're talking about it. And it's just, I, I think this song is, was written before I knew how to edit myself and that's why it's nine and a half minutes long. So if I just keep adding layers and extra guitar layers, it doesn't, it's not that boring. I hope you guys, I hope you guys don't think it's boring, but uh, yeah, just, it just kind of got out of hand. I think when we were writing it. Awesome. Well, guys, any final words before we jump into it? Nothing for me. You've heard enough of me. Uh, come to the central on January 21st. And yeah. You can, are you going to play this one? You're going to play the 10 minute one? Yeah, we play oh, it all. Yeah. We, all right. we, we, we practice way too much. So we're ready to go. All right, right on. It's final mission from Jack and the Doleboy from the album Failure in Three Parts. Come see him January 21st at the Central. It's Loud and Local. Stay home sessions.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.